When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. That's my name, bitches. Um, and you know what? I think we should start the day off right. Oh, what's that mean? I think we should get the Cobra Yang together. Oh, duh. Whenever there's trouble, there on the double with a Cobra Yang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with a Cobra Yang. That's the sound of the sirens heading towards Britney Spears' home to free her. Because as we all know, she is not free. She is not free. You know what she's... Uh, one of the many things she's not free of is a gentleman by the name of Sam Asgari, because that's her fiancé. Mm-hmm. And um, he has been squawking lately, and I just thought we haven't taken time. There's a lot to go after uh-huh. in terms of the story, the developing saga of Britney Spears. We know there's going to be a court case tomorrow. I think it's the 29th, right? Yes. Where she will be in court. We could talk about all the legalese and stuff like that, but there is this whole sideshow of Sam Asgari, and the thing we know about Sam Asgari is, well, we know a lot of things, but one thing I think has become clear to us is that at a certain point, he started speaking about the trials and tribulations directly that his fiance was going through in a way that he hadn't for a very long time. I would say that shift probably occurred that first time she was allowed to address the court. Yes. And that's when he, well, prior to that, he had said a couple naughty things about Jamie Spears, but that was almost like he was dipping his toe into the water. It just seems like he's really trying very hard to be relevant um, as a person, but Mm -hmm. also an actor, because I think a lot of this, look at me, look at me behavior. Um, let me tell you what I know about Britney is an attempt to, you know, curry favor from tabloids, which translates into attention, which translates into publicity, which translates into work mm, for an actor. Job. So yep. I get it. I understand it. But that it's just become increasingly clear. But he's so he has commented regularly throughout the last few months about developments in the case. And typically it's TMZ will catch up with him, right? Mm-hmm. So I found uh, there was another article over at the uh, Yahoo Entertainments. Mm. Tom Beasley. I don't know what Tom does for a living, but Pure, apparently he writes writes for Yahoo Entertainment. There is a headline: Sam Asgari says documentaries about fiance Britney Spears have left a bad aftertaste. Okay, oh, that's do tell, do tell. I had no bad aftertaste actually. No, well, I mean, the bad aftertaste might be like you know the sad truths that we learn yeah the funk of uh of injustice um absolutely so he goes he says essentially um 
and it I love this. It goes, the actor and personal trainer made comments on Instagram as he reached as he reacted to the upcoming release of the Netflix documentary film Britney versus Spears, the latest in a run of films about the singer. Which by the way is out tonight. Oh or my today. God. Today is the day for that. Oh my god, I can't wait. I know. Um he says in a reference to the Netflix movie, but I also think it's just in reference to the documentaries, past docs, because this doesn't make sense, right? In reference to the Netflix movie, he says past docs left a bad aftertaste. But specifically about this one, quote, I'm hopeful this one will be respectful. I don't blame CNN, says Sam, the BBC or Netflix, which got me through lockdowns. Mm. Interesting. You see what he's doing there? Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to say anything bad about him because I want to keep him. I want, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes, I'm, I don't blame CNN, BBC, or Netflix. What about Hulu? For airing mm. them because as an actor, <laughs> I tell Sorry. other people's stories too. Okay. I question producers who made them just to shed light without input or approval from the subject. Any credit for light being shed should go to quote, hashtag free Britney. Okay. So, I have a question. Oh, go on. I'm no, sorry, no, I interrupted. I, I was just going to say the obvious thing there is you see what he's doing. He's like, streaming services, don't, you know, at me, bro, because I love you and I, not, I want a job. Yeah. And then he also says, because just in case you'd forgotten, mm-hmm. as an actor, right. I tell other people's stories. Like, here is my business card. Yeah. Also, I want a job. Yes. Also, though, I just would like to point out um, I believe both of the documentaries we've seen so far had reached out to Brittany, but couldn't yeah. get to her. So it's not that they weren't asking for the input of the subject. Yeah, It's that they couldn't get to the subject to get the input from the subject. Actually, the reasons that those documentaries exist in the first place is because we can't get information from the subject. Yeah. And so here there is this cognitive dissonance yes. between what is being told to us via reporting and documentaries. Mm-hmm. Actual reporting and documentaries, mm-hmm. not tabloid trash. Right. Which we also pay attention to because it's usually being manipulated by the celebrities or the people that are looking to maintain power. In this case, Jamie Spears, her father. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the cognitive dissonance between that narrative, the things we know, meaning on col- in column A, we have all of the things that we just learned thanks to the New York Times in the second episode of their documentary, like all the wiretapping and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So the horrible treatment that Britney Spears has gone through since the conservatorship. Facts. Yes. And then on the other side the cognitive dissonance is between that column A and the other side, which is the things that Britney Spears and Sam Asghari and the people themselves say. Right. Directly. Or so we think. Yeah, through social media, which does not necessarily mean it comes directly from them. Yes, and it's become increasingly clear that the gap is widening between what the reporting is and direct firsthand accounts are mm-hmm. and what these possibly not firsthand accounts are. And what I'm being coy about, but not really, is Britney's Instagram account recently mm. has, I think, jumped the actual shark. Literally. Because although I will say there's precedent for this type of behavior in the past, wherein on her Instagram account, so after this documentary comes out, and you would agree, if 
you watch, well, I don't know what it's like to be Britney Spears, right? It's hard for you to put yourself in the mind of Britney Spears, mm-hmm. but you can imagine you watched that episode or just react as yourself. Mm-hmm. You felt that that documentary, the New York Times presents on FX and Hulu mm-hmm. was very sympathetic to Britney Spears. Would you not say that? I, I felt that. I felt like uh, it went out of its way to show us how powerless Britney has been and has been made to be by other parties. Mm-hmm. I don't think it painted her in a bad light. I think it intentionally painted her in a very strong light that was helpless against the the systems that were set up. And I would say, because I could imagine wherein you're Britney Spears and you see these documentaries and you think they're making me look like a victim. I could see that even. Sure. But I don't think the documentaries did that. In fact, to your point, you used the word... Did you use the word strong? strong. Yeah. 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 I think they went above and beyond to make her look like a sympathetic figure. Who Correct. was a grown-ass woman who had agency but just does not have the legal authority mm-hmm. to exercise that agency, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. But then we head over to her Instagram account mm-hmm. and side by side next to a video of Britney Spears rocking back and forth in a crop top mm-hmm. and a pair of shorts. Posing. Posing for the camera video. She says, and just briefly, because I don't know that we need to go through the whole thing because mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's really crazy, you guys. I watched a little bit of the documentary last, or the last documentary, and I must say I scratched my head a couple of times. I really try to dissociate myself from the drama. Number one, that's the past. Number two, can the dialogue get any classier? Number three, wow, they use the most beautiful footage of me in the world. And then she uses like a, I don't know what you call that emoji, but implying sarcasm. Mm -hmm. What can I say? The effort on their part to make her look a certain way, maybe. Mm -hmm. Wow. Since it's such a kind world, I will say the Rose Project did stick and I will tell you why. Do you think things happen for a reason or by chance? The Rose Project, my Rose Project made me a believer the day I first posted the Rose Project, a random red rose beaded bracelet showed up at my door and I never even ordered it. Nobody in the world knew about it except for me. I will never forget that day. I have the original rose. Yes, the one that kissed Madonna and the one who was who has social anxiety. PSS, white for new beginnings. Oh, okay. Can I tell you something about that post? That has changed, allegedly, according to eagle-eyed viewers, more than three times. What? Since it was first posted. What? Also, I do just want to remind you, Bradley, before you went on your trip, um, her entire Instagram went bye-bye in the car. Yeah, she was going to be off social media. Right. She told us that. And then since it's come back, one of the critiques that people have is that it doesn't seem like it's her, which of course then makes you wonder what's going on. Because... There was a question by a listener if, because why would you, you can just leave social media. Yeah. You don't need to take yeah, your entire social you. media, need... media down. Yeah. There was a question from a listener that perhaps it had something to do with the conservatorship's uh, ownership of her social media. Hmm. So it's possible, I, I guess one scenario would be that they shut it down entirely to change passwords to not allow her to have access anymore. Mm-hmm which would indicate why nothing that is being posted is a new. 
Because remember what also happened before she took her uh, vacation from social media, she chopped her hair and dyed it red mm-hmm. when she got engaged. Yeah. If you look at all the pictures that are showing up of her, they're all a old pictures and b none of them show that haircut. I just like I am willing to say that I don't think she's I mean, I'm willing to say it's possible she's never been in control of her social media. Mm-hmm. And I say that because or at least for a very, you know, for the time that we've been paying attention to that. And I say that because there has always been this like this isn't the same Britney that I heard in the courtroom. Right. Right. Like this doesn't seem to be the same person mm-hmm. that we're seeing on social media because every time you'd see a social media post you're like you know or before you see it you're like okay she's in a good place we're getting the things done we're checking the boxes her attorney's doing the right thing we're moving in a direction and then she'd be like i'm over here and, li- and i like waves because waves make me think of the first time i was swimming in the waves and freedom and i couldn't be free and you're like uh excuse me what just happened but but we do also have to acknowledge, though, that there were videos where she acknowledges because they even play that clip in the mm-hmm. in the second episode of the documentary we just watched where she's like, yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Things are getting a lot better and mm-hmm. in a much better place. Yeah. So like she's obviously had some. Well, but that was a video. So I don't know who's actually posting right. it. So the point is, I am totally on board at this point that this is not her. Yeah. And it's so obvious that when you even just scroll through the comments, people are like, this is not Britney. It's Come not. Because this so does not obvious. sound like somebody who was just flattered. And I think the last time she, because there there was a previous post that she was like, I don't like how they talked. About it. They The Britney Spears post reaction to the first documentary right. that we saw was very similar yeah. to this in a way that seemed... At odds with what we all witness. Right. So it would stand to reason that the conservatorship is behind it, trying to make it, trying to puppeteer Britney to make it look like Britney is saying this. None of this is true. Yeah. Which works for them. Exactly. Because we just learned that they're heinous, horrible people, even more than we'd already thought. Which to me then begs the question about how can we quote somebody's Instagram or their social media without knowing that it's actually them behind it. That's true. I wish we could continue to talk about this, and uh, but we can't. We don't have time. So when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. And here with all the latest for our dirt alert is the beautiful... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ms. Elizabeth Holly Roberts. 
you know. People don't like, know that you have a first name. That's true. That's not Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you're just Holly Roberts, and no. I forgot Elizabeth's not with us today. But you're also beautiful and not named Elizabeth. Thank you for that observation, Bradley. Really what, an <laughs> yeah. what an intro. What an intro. What a journey. You're uh, welcome. Let's talk about Britney versus Spears, the Netflix documentary that's made its debut today. We're starting to get some details from this documentary. One, do want to mention... That the variety interview, or excuse me, review for Britney versus Spears is not good. Oh, no. Yeah, it says that it gawks at Britney Spears' scandals without adding insight. Oh. Headline, shapeless and tasteless. Oh. Ooh. So. Okay, well, I don't that's need to watch. Rough. That, we probably will. Well, we're totally going to watch it. That is I'm a super going to watch it. I, that surprises me because Aaron Lee Carr, who... uh produced this or directed this uh, says that she went to great lengths to humanize Britney. Mm. So that is a that is an unfortunately a review that does not indicate that. Yeah. Well, it's just a singular review, so we will withhold our judgment, but we're getting some details from Britney versus Spears. One of them published in page 6 this afternoon saying that a Rolling Stone magazine contributor claims that back in 2009, she helped carry out a top-secret mission to try to get Britney Spears a new attorney. Mm -hmm. So this reporter recalling in the film that Britney Spears' one-time confidant, Sam Lutfi, Mm -hmm. and her ex-boyfriend reached out to her about delivering a petition to Britney Spears stating that she had a lack of confidence in Sam Ingham, her lawyer, who was appointed to her case while she was hospitalized. Now, Sam explained to this reporter that she would need to go to a hotel in Beverly Hills and that Brittany would be waiting for her and she would know to come to her in the bathroom. And she just went in there thinking, well, I guess I'll pretend that I'm a guest. Took the elevator up, walked up, saw Idan, her security guard, Uh And maybe somebody else, she said she that Britney Spears was in a pool by herself. She was leaning on the edge of the pool, and I kind of gave her a little side eye and saw her see me and went into this small bathroom. Weird. Got, yeah, got into the stall, getting the paper and pen ready for Britney Spears. And then she showed her, showed her the spots where the document needed to be signed, and she signed, and she just sort of looked at me and said, thank you. And she said, I'll see you again. Nothing ever came of this mission Weird. once the petition made its way to court. But this kind of goes along the lines of Sam Lutfi. He was talking about in the Framing Britney Spears documentary that he would. Uh, they tried to communicate with her, mm-hmm. throwing phones in the in the spot, the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, where was that review you read from again? Uh, that was from Variety. Because uh, the Guardian's review is the following headline: Britney versus Spears review. Netflix doc is schlocky, trashy, and deeply uncomfortable. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. The subheader is uh, certainly not in the pop star's best interest. This disturbing film gives redemption stories to controversial figures from Britney's past. Oh, Nothing like about Sam this. Luffy, probably. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oof, 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 okay. oof. Well, well, you, well, you know we're going to be watching it tonight. And you know we're going to be talking about it tomorrow. For well, sure. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I don't even know what else to say. It's sad. It's yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Jada Pinkett and Willow Smith said they once considered surgically enhancing their butts. Okay. You know, the family that enhances their butts together. 
I mean, what, what's the rest of that? I don't remember. I don't think that's a saying. So. I don't Sorry. think it's something. So this is on an upcoming episode of Red Table Talk. That's it, still going. That's still They're going. Still, still sitting at that the table. time that our butts almost got you know, enhanced. Let's have a deep conversation about our butts. Well, and it's one of those things where it's, I once thought about it, but then I didn't actually do it. But, but I'm going to tell you I did. Yeah, but I thought about getting a Brazilian butt lift, mm. and that's the conversation that they're having on that, Red Table Talk. That's like, you know, when you're like, oh, you know what I was going to get you for your birthday? And like, well, no, I don't want to know, because why didn't you get it for me? Mm-hmm. Like, right. I don't want to hear what you were going to get me. Right. Yeah. Uh, instead of getting Brazilian butt lifts, Jada Pinkett and Willow Smith said that they worked out. They got into the gym. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure, and they exercised. An she was like, You want it you wanna you want a butt? You go and build yourself you a butt. You make a butt, man. You, you build make, that butt. You don't buy that butt, you make that butt. That's right. You make your bottom. Mm. Yeah. So they were talking about pressures of beauty standards, et cetera, because that's what they do on the red table talk. They have honest conversations with each other about one time thinking about getting a Brazilian butt lift. Boy, am I glad. My life is fuller now knowing that. Your butt's not. That's true. Get to work. Don't buy it. Make it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we're going to make a whole segment out of blind items. Holly's going to give us these pop culture mysteries. We're going to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on my talk 1071. No, oh. but uh, I am uh, very excited to solve some pop culture mysteries. We love to do this every day. Holly brings us these blind items. We solve them in a little segment we call "Blinded by the Item." Blinded by the Item. Ooh. Oh. oh, is this like the Halloween version? Boo. Thank you. Thank you, Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh, here's our first celebrity Boom. gossip mystery. Scary. This one's confirmed. Ooh. Why are we doing that? I, I don't know. know. Okay, all right. Here we I go. I don't know if there was We can stop now. Mm-hmm. Usually, you can count on this A-list actress slash showrunner slash writer to have her longtime co-star either at an event with her or at an after party. It is this if... He is gone from her life now after reporters started digging into his onset and offset behavior. He isn't actually out of her life, but she won't allow him to be seen with her. Okay. Wait, so they are always together or they're not any longer? They used to always be together. They used to always be together. Now, this is a blind item from the Emmys, notable because this guy was not with the A-list actress. Okay. Who's also a showrunner and also... An actress, and also so she's all the things. she's a lot of stuff. Yes, but her co-star is not with not there. her. Mm-hmm. Is this like cool. a a um, streaming series? Uh, I think that it went to streaming eventually, but she found her fame on network television for the first couple of shows. She's a showrunner. She's a writer. She's written at least two books. I think that she's showrunning a show on Netflix right now. And she's not acting in it. She's just producing it. Is it like a it. Tina Fey type of person? Uh, kind of, but it's not Tina Fey. Okay. Amy Poehler? No, not Amy Poehler, but she is a funny lady. Uh, oh, uh, Aidy Bryant? No. 
Uh, oh, man. Okay. Funny. Oh, Mindy no. Kaling. There you go. Oh, and BJ yeah. Novak. There you go. What's the Thank BJ you. Novak again? That's her ex-boyfriend slash co-star slash I need this blank filled in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so usually you can count on Mindy Kaling to have her longtime co-star BJ Novak either at an event with her or at an after party. Mm-hmm. But it's as if he's gone from her life now after reports started digging into BJ Novak's onset and offset behavior. Interesting. Now, BJ Novak isn't exactly out of her life, but Mindy Kaling won't allow him to be seen with her in public. Mm. That is really interesting. They've maintained a, a, a friendship since they broke up, and there's a lot of speculation that he may be the father of her children um, because she has chosen to be um, a solo parent, mm-hmm. at least in public, the, it, the yeah. public eye. Yeah. Um, and so that's interesting. And I don't know much about what is being revealed about his. I mean, I, I suppose I can imagine that he has some bad off-screen behavior that is being exposed. I just haven't heard it. Yeah, I think that you know, celebrity gossip Instagram site Dumois has alluded to the fact that perhaps B.J. Novak has not been the best behaved person on set and off. Mm-hmm. But that's the only kind of speculation I can point huh, to. That's interesting. Mm. Maybe yeah. she knows more than we do. No kidding. Try this celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list, mostly movie actor is supposed to be in a new relationship with this A-minus-list actress offspring. Then why is he taking a fan to where he's staying literally 45 minutes after meeting her? Okay, so we're looking for an A-list actor. Yes. Who took a fan somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though he's supposedly in a new relationship with an A-list actress mm-hmm. who's a celebrity Did you say A-plus list or A-list? A. A-list mm-hmm. actor. Jason Sudeikis? Okay. Because this person is in a new relationship. Yes. Is it a TV actor or a movie actor or both? Movies. Okay, movies. So is it like... Uh, a list movie actor who's in a new relationship. Do we talk about this as a publicationship? Yes. Channing Tatum. Oh. Ah. Ding ding. Yes. So, hmm, interesting that Channing Tatum is supposed to be in a new relationship with Zoe Kravitz. Interesting. Which we know he's not, so mm -hmm. it doesn't surprise me that there's somebody else actually involved in... Yeah, apparently it's a... a, a What? A fan? Just a fan that he met 45 minutes before. Oh. Ishy. That doesn't seem like a good idea. Ishy. Yeah. Make good choices, everyone. Mm-hmm. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery, this time from the Emmys. Revealed! This A-list actress could have attended the award show in person, but she didn't want the drama of knowing her former co-star would find a way to corner her while she was in Los Angeles. Something within the past few months has really made them hate each other. Mm. Okay. So she was there virtually... 
Yes, she was attending an Emmys party that was not in Los Angeles, but was a part of the telecast. Uh huh. So I, she was in the one that was in London. Mm-hmm. I did not watch the telecast. Okay. So, so like the only person I can think of who was at that London one, but I would say she's far better than A minus list, is Olivia Coleman. Uh, no. Uh. And I'm trying to think of who else was at that. She won an Emmy. Okay. Is she British? Kind of. Kind of British. Kind of British? Okay. Kind of What does British. kind of British mean? Like Canadian? No. <laughs> you'll understand once it's revealed. Kind of British. Kind We've of Madonna. <laughs> oh. Uh. I mean, that's clever. Hmm. Uh. We've talked about this person before on this show about their fluid accent. Ah, uh, Charlize? Uh, no, wait, who have we talked oh, about? Oh, Julianne Moore. Oh. Uh, no. Fine. Fluid accent. Fluid accent. Oh, Kate Winslet? Uh, no. Um. Fluid accent. Yes. Fluid. Oh, no. Who, what were you going to say? I was going to say Nicole Kidman, but she's Australian. Yeah. No. We've had a whole segment. Multiple segments. You guys were very curious about this and fascinated by it. About her fluid accent. Yes, you were. Why am I not remembering this? Me neither. I don't know. Okay, hold on. Such a great segment. There. So the only fluid accent I honestly can think of is Julianne Moore. No, it wasn't Julianne Moore. No, it wasn't Julianne Moore. Um, it was. God, who was it? It wasn't Julianne Moore. Oh, I can't get I it. I can't. She won an Emmy on uh, <sighs> the Emmy Awards this last time for playing someone. Oh, I- no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got Julianne Moore confused with our X-Files friend. Oh, Jillian Anderson. Thank you. Yes, oh. Queen. <laughs> That's like, why I was you so said confused. Julianne I was Moore, like, and I was like... That Jillian Anderson went completely out of my head. Yes, Jillian so. Anderson. Thank you. Yes, Queen. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so, God, we're not terrible, our best selves terrible. Today. You know what you got there, and that's what counts. Uh, so, Jillian Anderson could have attended the Emmys in person, but she didn't want the drama of knowing her former co-star would find a way to corner her while she was in Los Angeles. Would that be David Duchovny? Could be. Why don't you love me? Mm-hmm. Mm. Something within the past few months has really made them hate each other. Wow. Did she win for that sex show? No, she won for The Crown. Oh, duh. Yeah. Because I think she's doing that last last season of that, what is it called? Sex Sex Ed or something? Sex Life? Sex Education. That's what it's called. Gosh. Mm -hmm. We are batting a thousand. Can you make us feel better about ourselves with another one or no? I mean, we'll try. Okay. will actually get this okay in what would feel very full circle if it happened this cable network is having internal discussions about hiring this reporter who is the offspring of an oscar winner slash nominee to take over a primetime slot that will be vacant next year ronan farrow Mm, interesting and uh the cable network cnn CNN? I mean, it could be any of them, MSNBC? Sure. Not probably Fox. No. Probably not. Now, what would be a very full circle moment if it happened? Only alluding to the fact that it would be full circle because Ronan Farrow 
used to work for NBC News. Right. Oh, so then uh, probably MSNBC, right? That would yeah. make some yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then, you know, issues. And he used to work for MSNBC, right? Correct. Yeah, and then, because he had a show yeah. on MSNBC that was canceled. I don't think I'm making that up. No, I don't think you are either. No, that's true. Mm. So Ronan Farrow may be having discussions with coming back to MSNBC in his own primetime show. We don't know. We don't know. All right. I'd watch. Me too. He's got some interesting uh, connections. It's true. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we have to talk about, thank you, by the way, Holly, for those, uh, for those blind items. We need to talk about a publication ship that is dancing its way into our hearts. Their name is Brarna. And get your eye rolls ready. We'll talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, thanks, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. Uh, and uh, there's a publication ship we like to follow. Uh, actually, no, they just uh, get out in front of us, and yeah, so we have no us, choice. They make us do it. They make us do it. Um, we call them Brarna. Uh, what? First of all, what is a publication ship? Publication ships are relationships for publicity. And Celebrities do this to get attention and jobs. And Brarna mm-hmm. is? That's Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess. And I know you're like, I don't even know what a Sharna Burgess is, maybe. And Brian Austin Green, wasn't he that guy from 90210? Yeah, all of those things are true. But they have sort of come out of left field in the world of, of publication ships to really grab the zeitgeist. Okay, they didn't do that. But what they do do... It sounded sexy, though. Emphasis on the do-do mm-hmm. is suck up all the publication ship oxygen in the room so that we are forced to cover them. They make us do it. It's their fault. Mm. People exclusive. Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess's romantic date night inspired their next Dancing with the Stars dance. See photos. Oh, great. Can't wait to see. People Magazine has an exclusive, Mm. which Mm -hmm. means that Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess's PR people have them on speed dial, have sent a package over to people. Mm. And it includes some lies about their dance. Because, you know, like the whole thing about, and I know you're like, why are you raining on the parade? I just like dancing with the stars. Sure, sit down, watch it. But it's not like you're, like when you watch that stuff, you're not buying that, right? You're not believing like, oh, this is true love. I'm seeing true love expressed in the form of dance. I mean, it was a little bit there the last time we watched it. 
What do you mean? I'm just saying both Holly and I were like, oh, okay. They were like, oh, they were like full doing on it. doing it on the floor. Well, no, no, no. My, my point uh, is the story I they're you, telling yes. you. Not that they're not actually putting things in places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're not doing it. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying they're not actually in love. What I'm saying is, right. oh, you want me to believe that a recent date night led to... Sure. Uh, the, a this, dance routine yeah. on Dancing with the Stars. I was born at night. But I was not born last night. But okay, I'm here at People. Exclusive. Let Tell me about this date night. Because I, I imagine, you know, like many of the date nights uh, Jamie and I had at, at the beginning of our relationship, mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to relate to this experience. Yeah, of course. So the, uh, what follows is this. 48-year-old Brian Austin Green and 36-year-old Sharna Burtis visited the original... And this is the name of the thing. The original immersive Van Gogh exhibit in Los Angeles, as seen in a stunning, stunning set of exclusive photos. Okay, I'm going to need you to stick a pin in that. Yeah. Uh, designed and conceived by Massimiliano Sicardi with a soundtrack by Luca Longobardi, mm. the ex- exhibition brings Dutch painter Vincent Van Gogh and his iconic artwork to life, including the starry night and sunflowers. So they went on a date night to this Van Gogh exhibit, which I think is like traveling. Isn't there one here? Okay, so thank you for that's why I wanted you to stick a pin in it. Because if you pay attention to social media, it is literally all people are talking about. I want to go to the immersive Van Gogh experience. And so I'm thinking, oh, they didn't go on. They Maybe oh, they went on this date. So what you're telling me is that Ka-ching. this was like all things on Dancing with the Stars. Spawn. Pay to play. Experience. This is a spawn con. Yeah. And again, emphasis on the con. I want to go see this. I would be all about it. Ain't no shame in the game. I understand how the game is played. Um, and I'm a fan of the game sometimes, more sometimes than other times. But I get it. I'm mm-hmm. just pointing out the obvious here. And what I don't need, dear Hollywood, is for you to lie to me. Like, for example, the idea that Sharna Burgess and Brian Austin Green were like, Hey, what are you doing on Tuesday? Well, I thought we'd go to the Van Gogh exhibit. And then they went and they go, you know what? This would be an amazing dance. Let's dance about for this. For Dancing with the Stars, yeah. which we just happen to be doing on this season. What? Right. No, it's a little too, as uh, as the church lady would say, convenient. Yeah, yeah. definitely yes. too convenient. They go on in this article, uh, as uh, in the case of Brian Austin Green, particularly says, quote, of the song. So th- th- there was an exhibit with that song that I told you about. They danced to Say You Won't Go or Say You Won't Let Go by James Arthur. I don't know that song. Um, and it says they danced to this song by James Arthur and will bring themes and elements of the art show into the ballroom for their performance. So they're giving us a heads up. I don't mm-hmm. know if this aired tonight last night. Last, last night. night. Uh-huh. So the article obviously came out before they did the thing. Mm-hmm. So to give you a reason to show up. Um, and he says of the song, quote, it's a really amazing song. It just brings up that feeling of true connection and love with somebody. So Sharna and I, you know, have been together for almost a year. It's been kind of a storybook relationship. Just being there with her, feeling the emotions that came up at the exhibit. It was great inspiration for what we're going to perform. And she goes, oh, yeah, it's been an incredible 11 oh God, months of My showing hurt. a person truly who I am, complete vulnerability Again, with each other. And that's new for me. This is what oh, we're, this is all we're going to get out of this. They're not going to tell us about the time that they stopped talking to each other for a full week because they just could not stand the sight also, of each other. anymore. So I love love. 
I am in love. I love to just some of my best friends are love. <laughs> this but sir is when no you're love. 48 years old and you've had multiple relationships. You have an ex-wife who is the mother of your children. Mm-hmm. children, three kids, yep. three kids. You I just don't buy that story where you I just don't buy the words. Sharna. Sure. I think mm-hmm. she could be having her Sharna. For Sharna. <laughs> I think she could be having her storybook moment. I'm just, I'm not buying. I actually don't buy it for her either. Yeah. I don't think you get to a certain age and have, no. That's also. Like, that, and, and not that you, not that I, I can't feel love and you no. can't feel love and romance, but like love and romance at that age is a far different thing than the storybook fairy tale mm-hmm. that you're painting on the latest dish or episode of Dancing with the Stars. By Van Gogh. Is my point. Yeah. Yeah. I do also want to, I did some research and, oh. uh, the van, the immersive Van Gogh exhibit is present and accounted for in 20 different cities. Oh, so it's so perfect timing. It would stand to reason. And like I said, if you are on social media and you know people, you know somebody who's been talking about this. Yeah. It's in Northeast Minneapolis on Central Avenue. Tickets available today. Yeah. Thank you, Brarna. You sold a few today. Yeah, and I, I again, I'm totally here for it. I want to go see it. It sounds amazing, but I don't need their, you know, their. But it's just so obvious. Up, uh, fantasy world. It's so obvious. Like, just take your, you know, clothes Listen, off and dance sexy on TV. I'll here's watch. the thing. Like, if I were gonna do, if I were inspired by a date night with my husband, we would be dancing about food or dancing on the couch. <laughs> yeah, or dancing. Like, or to dancing bed. To, sleeping yeah i would just honey let's we're let's dance about our yeah. lives i would just go lay down in the middle of the dance floor and saw some logs yeah exactly but but this is a convenient way to like get some spawn con in there by the way bradley you weren't here for this but holly and i had a full-on conversation about this they have one of the contestants on the show is an instructor, a Peloton instructor. Oh, I saw that in your notes. You talked about they never mentioned They won't mention Peloton. Peloton on the air, which tells you that money did not exchange hands in the proper place or in the proper way. Clearly, so, legal got up in somebody's face and beeswax. said you can't mention that name. And But meanwhile, the Van Gogh, the immersive Van Gogh experience, oh, yeah. fair game. And also remember, this is the show that does, uh, you know, people, they, they pay... For your famous friends yeah. to show up in the audience. Although I don't know that they're doing that this season. Do they have an no, audience? No, they do. They have okay. an audience. It's a small audience. It's a small masked audience that's in these like pods. Interesting. Yeah, to keep them distant. It's uh but yeah. Trust. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's the thing that you see or hear kids doing that you used to do? 651 641 1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071.